Hey friends, hey family, welcome to part two of racial reconciliation. Uh, we get into more nitty gritty of like, what is my response <laughs> and what can I do about this whole thing? So um, get ready, buckle your seats, we're gonna continue. And if you have not yet listened to part one, go listen to that. Um, it's about 40 minutes long and it leads into a very important segment here that we're gonna talk for the rest of this. So go listen or watch number part number one. Uh, before you listen to this part, uh, love you, and uh, man, this is a good conversation. It's tough and right. So next is, what do we do about it? What would be like an appropriate response? Like, if I'm going to make a battle plan for my church in my community. Um, what would be a way for me to walk forth w- with hu- humility and grace, but yet be effective in um, in in helping to see change happen? in myself, in my family, and in my community to help break down the walls of injustice, not for the sake of just breaking down the walls of injustice, but for the sake of God's glory and the gospel that is that needs to penetrate yeah. hearts and minds. Because it's just sin that needs to come down, you know? And so what would that look like for, for me or, you know? Well, I think we have to take a hard look at America first. Okay. Um, and understand that um, here, here's the core reality. Um, a lot of what's happening is is what was designed to happen. Mm. You know, it's not like, so we say, well, the system's broken. Well, how can you call a system broken when it's functioning the way it was designed to function? Mm. You know, it wasn't designed to be fair to African Americans. Okay. Mm. Uh, we're the only race in this, in, in this country that didn't come here looking for a better life. Yeah. You know, wow. we were brought here against our will. Um, we were purchased and paid for. And America, um, that that percentage of America mm-hmm. who 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 participate in that feels like they own us, like we're not human beings. It's like mm-hmm. it's like going to a circus and you're wowed by an animal doing tricks like humans. They're wowed by the fact that we can actually speak and think and and read, <laughs> and if you just Google black inventors in America, you see all the contributions that we've made yeah. to this country. So we actually are human beings, and so America has to take a step back and reset the deck. Yeah, and look at you know people. See, other people have come to America, and they've come in you know little by little, ask for a little you know trying to they're seeking out this, seeking out employment, seeking out education, coming here on visas or or where they migrated up here, where all of a sudden we woke up one day and we were free. What do we do now? Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and and that's why this this whole thing with, with our, our current president has become so upsetting. The last you know couple of days is, um, you know, the Emancipation was signed in um, in January first, eighteen sixty three. Yeah. And but for two and a half years, you know, the um, slaves in Texas didn't know they were free. It wasn't until till June 19th, 1865. That's wow. where we get Juneteenth from. And so, and then you have 1920s of Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, where blacks were just, you had black banks, black everything, and they support each other. Yeah. And that's the only time in U.S. history where well, the United States bombed itself. I didn't even know that till recently. That's yeah. how, that, and that's what breaks my heart. Like, literally, that was, I just yeah. learned that maybe six months ago. Mm-hmm. And that scares yeah. the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you, you have the president who is, he's going to re- restart his campaign yeah. on Juneteenth 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That, and that's that's brought so much outrage. That you're just showing a blatant disregard for what's going on. Yeah. And so that's why we have to have. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's, that's not an accident. Yeah. No. You know. That's so sad. You picked that city on that, on that day. day. Oh my god. To restart, and so that's why there has to be a reset of of our morals and values from the highest level on down. Yeah. Because when you have we have areas where there are no black people. Uh, only God can get in there and change those hearts. Mm. Yeah, we're not there for, for exposure. Get to know we're, we're actually normal human beings. We're just everybody is the same. Yeah, and that's that's where the church comes in. The church has to come in and preach what the Bible says. Yeah, yeah. and all, the Bible the Bible talks about love. Yeah, truth yeah. and spirit is love. Yeah. yeah, it's not about Black history, White history, mm. Asian American. It's about it's about love. It's only one mm. church. That's the thing. It's only one church. That's why <laughs> it's it's not. I mean, it got, God, Jesus come back for His church. Yeah, that's right. He's not. <laughs> and so we have different buildings, but and that's why when I see, hear somebody say that the founder of their church, no, you're the organizer. Jesus yeah. Christ is the founder of the church. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you organized your ministry. You didn't. Yeah. You're not the founder. Yeah. You're not a corporation. That no. <laughs> And no, so Christ is the head, and, and when we yeah. understand that we're we're organized, not not the founder of our ministry, then we understand the connection. Yeah, yeah. You you go and buy a, a McDonald's franchise. You're not the founder of your franchise. You're <laughs> the organizer of that franchise. Yeah. You're under the McDonald's umbrella. <laughs> yeah. And that's the same with the church. We're under the the, the Jesus Christ umbrella. Amen. Amen. And so we're one church, and so we have to have the church come together and 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 go back to what is the Bible calling us. How what about about treating our fellow man? Yeah, yeah. And, and and that that's how we have that has to be our response because if we if we if we deal with each other from a standpoint of love, mm-hmm. there is no racism. Mm-hmm. If, if we do, I mean that that's it 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 just it, it can't survive. Yeah, it's like that's that's like turning the light on. Yeah, you know, and anytime you turn the light on in the room, darkness stands down. Amen. And we have to turn the light on to love yes. and, and, and jealousy, you know, bigotry, hatred, envy, strife, racism, you know, police brutality, black on black crime and all these other things, social injustice. Those are, that's darkness. Yeah. And when the light of love comes on, they have to stand down. Jesus says that in, in Matthew that he says, uh, you're the light of the world. Yeah. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Yeah. It said, let your light so shine before men. Why? Because we're in darkness. Yeah. yeah. And if your light is shining, it said, not just for you to be, be lifted up. It said, let your light so shine that before men that, that they may see your good works mm-hmm. and glorify your Father who's in heaven. Yeah. So we have to give God the credit for everything we say and do. Um, but it all starts with love. It says, for God was so loved the world mm-hmm. yeah. that he gave his only begotten Son. And so... We we move so far away from love that it's so much hate, so much anger, so much hostility, and we have to take a step back mm. and, and reset the deck because racism is real in America. Uh, yeah. um, so racial profiles, real police brutality, all those are those are real things, um, but they can't stand up to love. Mm. They can't defeat love, mm. and that that's where we have to, as a church, give leadership to reset the deck. 
to to have those those Jericho walls come Amen. down Amen. once and for all. Yeah. But but that's not the destination. <laughs> it's the promised land. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's yeah. yeah. And so my first response should be one is is looking at detach myself. Well, looking at our history as a total and being honest about that and looking at educating myself with the history of the American structures and that we mm-hmm. built. I was, it's funny. I was just talking to, I don't know if this is funny, but I was just talking to somebody. I said, look, unfortunately racism is not a new concept. Yeah. Slavery is not new. Slavery has been around for 5,000 years. Mm-hmm. It's been a part of the, the sin has been around since the beginning. Yeah. Um, and, and it's only recently that America has, on the backs of Christians, it really was Christians that pushed the movement mm-hmm. to end slavery in America yeah. and in England, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. especially in English Christians that I think started the movement first and then moved to America, yeah. um, uh, that we be, have begun to practice walking that out. And mm-hmm. we're not done yet. And that's mm-hmm. what I, I think it's boiling down to is that, yeah, and that's been my excuse. Yeah. I think and I look at it like, hey, we're much better than we were 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. But we're not done yet. And it's yeah. still those systems of 5,000 years of sin Right, if the sin's going to be passed down from generation to generation, and as Christians, what can I do today and now, um, walking forward in love? It sounds like I mean the, the yeah. response is love, and if yeah. if I'm not, if I'm looking in the way I'm treating one another, um, uh, I don't. It doesn't matter what race, what gender, what creed, what you know. That if it's not love, um, I, it's not being. It's not going to grow into the seed that of God's glory ultimately. Yeah, um, and and so. Um, practical ways that I can respond. One is not getting, it sounds like getting caught up in rhetoric, but detached, because you sound, seem very detached and very reasonable in your response of, look, we need to think of how to respond, make a plan, put the warriors in the front, which I love. You're like, look, yeah. let's put those that can get wounded in the front of this. Straight for the Bible. That's and right, I, yeah. And, yeah, and what I'm coming to you is like, I'm looking at going look at my life. Like, I'm, I'm scared to do that, but I want to know how to do that and how can I move forward with the plan to help one is identify things in my life that I go, look, where and how have I um, participated unknowingly or knowingly, but I think it would be more unknowingly, to continue um, in allowing this. So, for example, uh, my uh, mother-in-law is Chinese. Um, and so my wife's half Chinese, um, and I lived in China overseas for a while. And, um, and so I... Um, was sitting back here, and I remember having a conversation with a big group of people, and somebody kept talking about the China virus, China virus, China virus, and my mother-in-law is <laughs> there. Uh-huh. And then they made a couple other jokes that were just ignorant. Right, right, right. And what I failed to do in that conversation, because it was a group setting, I didn't say anything. Yeah. And that night, I couldn't sleep, which I was glad for. So then the next day, I called, and I called and apologized to her, my mother-in-law, and said, hey, I, I am so sorry. I didn't stand up for you. And she goes, look, it's been years. I've dealt with this. And I, she was so gracious. She just <laughs> joked around with it. And so I thought it was okay if she joked around with it. But that was just a defense mechanism to go. I, I'm, you know, and, and basically she was gracious. But I realized, like, man, how are ways in my life? And that's small. And that's tiny compared to the injustice and the, the systems that are broken. And so I'm, I'm genuinely sitting here, um, Raphael, like my heart is broken and I'm – I want to know how to to respond in repentance myself. Does that make sense? And then what do I do about it besides just educating myself, which I think is part of this conversation? And maybe there isn't. I don't. I don't know. And I feel like it's weird I, that I sit here without an answer. Is that okay, Raphael? Is that 
Well, and maybe I don't have the answer right now. Maybe I have to be okay with that. Does that? Yeah, I mean, you're seeking out knowledge, which is the Paul said, "Wouldn't that you be ignorant over things?" So yeah. that means you have to understand what you don't know to seek out answers for them. Okay. You know, and you know, um, I'm not so much detached. I'm just, I'm just at a different stage. Of okay. It. Um, in, in in high school, middle school. Black history is taught to us, and we had Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Crispus Attucks, you know, first guy killed in the Revolutionary War. You might get a little Thurgood Marshall thrown in. You know, slavery obviously is talked about. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. You think you know everything about black history, and then you figure you get to college. And my first year of college, I took psychology of blackness. I took African-American history, and you got the real deal. Mm. And I came back my first year mad. Okay. Yeah. I was angry mm. at America for what I learned about what happened to us, what was still happening to us. I started reading with like the ISIS papers, and and I had friends who were in the Nature of Islam, so I was going to the events with uh, uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> I see his face right there. <laughs> uh, uh, um, um, the Black Panthers? Nah, nah, nah. He's a, he's a, he's still out right now. I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, Sh- Sharpton. No, no, I don't even know. They, out. See, they, that's again my ignorance right uh, there. See how uh, sad uh, that is. I knew I was c- going to put my foot in my I'll mouth. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here quietly. Sorry, yeah. Dean. Uh, <sighs> I'll come back to his name, okay. but um, it's, it's killing me because I just know where I should forget his name. Um, anyway, but I start going to, to events and, and hearing him speak, and I start just just studying and listening and mm-hmm. learning and hanging out in the, in the black bookstores and the old people talking, and. Um, and you start understanding, you start seeing things. Mm-hmm. You start seeing how America makes moves, you know, strategically against us. And and but then you you see this, you hear the story of overcoming. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and that's for the grace of God. And so, mm. and that's when that's why where I'm at now is you have to seek God's direction. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, we're mad. Yeah, we're upset. I mean, it's, 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 that was a horrific scene of that man on the ground with a knee on his neck um, for so long. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's horrible. And so and so now to respond, okay, Lord, what do we do from here? Yeah. And that, that's that's where I'm diff- I'm still in the fight. I'm still, you know, front line. I'm still a okay. soldier in this war. Um, but it's it's – it's asking God's permission and direction. Okay. Because yeah. we want to have victory. We don't want to just get out there. F- no. Flounder. I mean, right? So, yeah. so when the children of Israel went to the prime land the first time, they got, they got there less than two years, and Moses sends out 12 spies. Ten come back and said, we can't fight. Mm-hmm. They're too big. They're giants in land. And Joshua and Caleb said, yes, we can, we can take them. God's with us. Yeah. The people said, we're not fighting because the majority said, don't fight. The next morning, the ten spies are dead. And so... So um, the people say, okay, let's go fight. And, but by then, God has said, no, go to the wilderness for 40 years. And no one over the age of 20 except Caleb and Joshua will come back. Mm-hmm. And so the people said, we're going to fight because we should have fought, but we didn't. And But Moses said, look, I'm not going. The Ark of Covenant's not going. And they went out in the name of Yahweh to fight. Mm. And they all died. Yeah. Because they fought the wrong way and God wasn't with them. Mm. God still had the, the, mm. the land was still promised to them. Okay. But the, the 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 way they were fighting was not sanctioned by God at that moment. And so they all died. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, when you read Joshua chapter uh, uh, um, chapter seven, 
It talks about Achan. Mm-hmm. Achan. So when they went to Jericho, God said, take the, the silver, gold, and the iron and put it in the Lord's treasury. Mm-hmm. Don't take anything that was accursed. And so Achan takes some stuff he shouldn't have taken and, and hides it. Nobody knows about it. Mm. They go to the next battle, and it's a smaller army. It's not a fortified city, so Joshua's a smaller contingent mm-hmm. of soldiers, and they're massacred. Mm-hmm. A lot of them die. And, and Joshua says, Lord, why did you bring us out here to die? Why did you bring us out to be defeated? And he said, because someone has taken something that's accursed. Mm-hmm. You got to get that out of your camp. Mm. And, and once they did, they started winning again. We have some... Aikens in our camp. <laughs> we got to get them out. Yeah. We got some people who are doing things they shouldn't do that cause the movement to slow down. Mm-hmm. And so those things have to stop. When you, when you see, when I see the looting, and it, it, it bothers me because I'm like, okay, what are y'all, it, it's not, that's not your stuff. What are you doing with it? Yeah. What are you going to do with all this stuff? I mean, it's not, that's, that's not, that doesn't help our cause go further. No, it's mm-hmm. taking advantage of the cause and it's... And it's yeah, it takes us backwards. And so, it, yeah. and so we have to get that mindset, that aching mindset yeah. out of doing things that are cursed that are yeah. holding us back. And for me, just my... This is where I'm at my conscience is and mm-hmm. this is where I need help. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like me not doing something is just as bad as somebody going to loot. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what I'm hearing you say with grace, and I love mm-hmm. it, is that you're like, look, if you're willing to have the conversation and start to learn... And wait on the Lord for when you put your hand in so that when we do go, there's a movement of God that sweeps across this nation to bring about a justice that moves us into the promised land. That's what we're waiting on. And so waiting right now is a good thing, and that's not a bad thing. And I guess maybe that's where I was starting to feel. Yeah, and I like right now there's a big push just kind of from my perspective um, on like because we feel – Guilty, And because this has gone unaddressed, it's so bad and it's gone unaddressed for so long, right? In terms of like, like we're seeing people step up and, um, and really be vocal and really are making a push for change, which is amazing. But I don't think there's clarity in the direction. I think that there's, there are a lot of people that are getting up and with the best of intentions, speaking out but not knowing what they're speaking out like they know what they're speaking out against but they're not they're not clear on what they're speaking out for and i think we need you know we're waiting i i'm personally as i'm as i'm just kind of listening i'm thinking about okay lord like my my marching orders for for the next i don't know how long is to just pray god open my eyes to see where you're at work and call me to be a part and and you know, I am ready to step forward in whatever that call is and follow whatever leadership there is for that call. Amen. I don't think I need to be that leadership. I don't have mm-hmm. the experience or the the insight or the depth of insight, but what I do have is I can be the first follower. Mm. You know, but I think right now we've got a lot of we've got a lot of people that are stepping up with the best of intentions, um, but they're they're they've bought into this like if i'm silent it's just as bad mm. which is which is true i mean we i love seeing the voices and i want to be a part of of bringing reshuffling the deck and and getting things br- moving the kingdom forward bringing god's kingdom here on earth and and um but i think what's hard is there's so much chaos in 
and wanting to help that like I just feel totally drowned out and I'm I'm just kind of like so for me I'm just like okay I feel like my marching order and maybe for any listeners or, or people who are kind of struggling with this tension is like start praying for God to open your eyes to see how how to walk in wisdom and sensitivity. I think those are the two words. How do I walk in wisdom for for God for your plan and purpose in this? Because I don't want to see this wasted. I, I don't think anyone wants to see this this kind of momentum and and movement and that's, that's happening for me. I'm we don't want to see it wasted. Yeah. But I you know it's like is this just gonna die down when people start feeling better about themselves because they showed up to a protest. You know what I mean? And that's not what we want. I want to see, you know, justice and, um, and equality, but not for the sake of me feeling better about it, but because, because my brothers and sisters in Christ are, you know, imit everyone, they're, image bearers, even those who aren't in Christ, but you know, like, like every person is an image bearer and made in the image of God and is valuable. And, um, the way that, that the system is set up right now, and it's, you know, like systemic, I think is kind of a buzzword, but there are some very clear areas that are, that are, um, that need to be uh, addressed and, and, and refined or, totally rooted and, and rebuilt. Um, but I think f- my, my frustration right now is I have a lot of white friends that because they feel so bad about what's going on, they're giving a lot of prescriptions because this is, this is how we fix it. You know, eight things to do here, eight, you know, this and that, this and that. And then now they're starting to go back and they're going, wait, I said those things, but now it's coming out that they're not the right thing to do. So do this. And there's just a lot of confusing information going along. And like, I just want to partner with, um, with, you know, in the church, the movement of God, the movement of God in the church, God's presence to bring that. And that's, that's what we need is God's presence. And it's going to, for me, and I, I, I appreciate you coming and talking to me because us, um, because I'm, I don't want to do anything without the presence of God. If God's spirit is not in this, it's selfish motivation. Yeah. And if it is anything, if social justice is built on selfishness, it's not true social justice and it's not motivated by the gospel. And it will not bring about the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And I'm finding, and that's the noise I'm getting caught up in is all this craziness. And I'm, feeling so much more free hearing the gospel message from you that let's wait on the Lord. Let's be patient. Let's trust the Lord and be ready to act when we need to. That's the thing. The the two scriptures come to mind. One is uh, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm. Yeah. And then also faith without works is dead. Yeah. So we say we believe in this change and we put in no work. Yep. Then we don't have any faith. Right. And so it's it's okay not to rush out and speak. Like I said, you know, in, in, in Joshua chapter chapter five and six, Joshua tells the people don't say a word. Yeah. The first six days they walked around and said, keep your mouth shut, but your presence is your voice. Mm. You know, the Bible says the time to speak is time to remain silent. Yeah. Mm. So there, there's a there's a time to speak, but 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 at all times we have to take action. Yeah. I take one of the, one of the things that that really um, what's I, I love is what it. Children of Israel to, to, to the the, uh, uh, the Red Sea, uh-huh. and here's where here's where we, we, we take these out of context. Um, 
They look, they, they're at the Red Sea, there's water in front of them, their mouths are either side, and there's a real bad army behind them, kicking up dust with them chariots. So so to get to the Red Sea, and the, the water's in front of them, you got mouths on either side of them, and a real bad army behind them, kicking up dust. And they know they know how bad the attitudes are from these soldiers, because he's got a slavery with them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, they, it's not so like they don't know them, yeah. So they know they, know they got bad intentions. And so, so they ask, Mo, why'd you bring us out here to die? And I preached a sermon, um, this, this desert is not our final destination. That's not what they were, that's not what they were going. They were going to go to the promised land at that point. And so Moses lifts up his staff and the Red Sea at God's command opens up. And, and matter of fact, before he lifts up his staff, God says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm. The enemy you see today, you'll see no more. Mm. People take that that scripture and say, it's time to sit down and wait on God. I'm going to sit and wait for him. But watch when he says it. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The enemy you see today, you see no more. He says, stand still. But then Moses parted the Red Sea, and they had to move out the way <laughs> so that the army could come through and drown. Yeah. If they had stood still literally, the army would have never been in the in the Red Sea to drown. So even though it says stand still, you still have to be moving yeah. oh. and doing something. Yeah. You have to sometimes we're in our own way. We God is, is 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 preparing a way to destroy this thing, but we won't move out. They had to trust God. Yeah. Go through this dry land with the water on each side. To get to the other side, after he said stand still, they had to move to the other side so they can see the enemy destroyed yeah. coming after them. Mm. And so we have to understand, that's why we have to stay in, in constant contact with God and praying for direction. Yeah. Because it was a seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yep. You know, we have to seek him. We have to seek his direction because he is going to tell us to do what we have to do, ordering yeah. our steps. Yes. You know, and not just be a sloth and sit Amen. down and just do nothing. There's there's something in your voice. There's something in your in your in your attitude. Everybody's not going. Out, they have to go out to march. Mm. That's not everybody's calling. Um, everybody's not called to, to, to be let's say, in the front line to preach. Every, if everybody is in the front line, who's following? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody has to take some orders. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm ready. Uh, Sign me up. Yeah. Right. So that's 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 why I feel my role is right now. I feel like I'm a foot soldier. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, the next Martin Luther King. I'm not the next Malcolm X. I'm not. You know, I'm not that. That's not what he's tapping. I'm a field soldier. I'm out yeah. doing my part. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's where I see me. Yeah. Um, and so we have to to ask God to show us what is He calling us Amen. to do individually Amen. and then collectively. Yeah. And understand there has to be some movement forward. There yeah. is no sitting down. Uh, there is no complacency. We have to, we have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. We have to say, we have to keep this active. We have this is the best shot we we've had since America was started yeah. to do something different. I agree. Yeah. And so I think now is the time that we have to embrace the moment, but we can't be reckless. Yeah. And that's what that's what that's what's happening. Too many people are talking out the side of their heads, yep. not thinking, not not organizing. Yeah. And we have to take, even take a step back and just breathe and go. Wait a minute. What is the goal here? Mm. You know what is what is the, uh, not just the the stepping stone. This is the stepping stone to the goal. Right. Like I said Jericho's walls, but they weren't. That wasn't. It was the, the promised land. When he get to Jordan River to go over to the promised land, Jericho's behind him. Yeah. Mm. 
And so we're getting ready to go into the promise. We want to have racism behind us. Amen. We want to have social injustice behind us. We want to have police brutality behind us. Yeah. So we're looking forward to the promise. Amen. Yeah. That, we want that in our rearview mirror. Yeah. Because that's not the destination. That's just a, 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 a part of the journey. And we, I think some of us are so in, in, entrenched into the destination of getting rid of racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, that's not... That's just one of the major battles left. This because they're about to go into the promised land now. This yeah. is one of the last battles they have at Jericho. And we at the we had one of the, the most significant battles in American history to get through to get us as a nation. Not the one percent. The one percent is fine. If you read the Constitution, the Constitution is not for the nation. It was for just a small group of people who had to protect their land. But Anytime people start quoting the Constitution, no, they're quoting amendments to the Constitution. Mm. The First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth. They, they're quoting the amendments because the Constitution itself was not written <laughs> for the people. Yeah. We had to amend it <laughs> yeah. in order to make it for, for the everyday person. And so America has to reset the deck. Yeah. Who, who are we? Who who? Where are we trying to go? How, what is the goal to treat other people? You yeah. know, for the, yeah. the justice system is so messed up. It's not. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, why are we putting so much money in prisons, not in college? Why are we? Yeah. Why are we not investing in our young people? Why? Why are we? Why are we cutting budgets for things that are, help us get better job mm-hmm. job markets and, and 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 mental health and and restoration from our, our prisoners? Uh, I mean, when Ronald Reagan became president, he turned the prison system from 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 from. Uh, um, Rehabilitation to, to punishment, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We go. Yeah, it, they they. Matter of fact, Ray was with governor of California. They killed all the mental health programs, and that's that's hurt us. Yeah. And so Reaganomics was not good for us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to, to take a step back and say, okay, wait, a minute, let's just breathe for a minute. There are too many problems in America. There are too many. There, there are too many problems. To say, okay, let's. There's no silver bullet to solve this. Right. Not right. another system is going to fix the broken system. Only the gospel and changing the hearts and minds of the people will bring about the change of reconciliation that needs to happen. Well, That's if we're amending starts. the system, I mean, you're just putting a Band-Aid on. Right. Yeah. On it starts with the heart. Heart starts with the heart. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, unless your righteousness exceed that of scribes and Pharisees. Yeah. He said, because they were... He, so they were keeping the law. He said, no, I want you to keep the law. Thou should not kill, steal, those some good yep. things that they'll do. Right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But now I need to get into your heart. Yep. Yeah. Let's get in there. And see, there's no heart in our poli- some of our politicians, some of our, our leaders. There's no heart in some of our, our pastors. Yep. You know, and we have to have Christ back into our hearts. Yeah. Mm. And once Christ in our heart... We'll, we'll we'll just be different. We'll we'll the laws will be different. How we apply the laws mm-hmm. will be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just just I mean how we interact with each other will be different if if we have the love of Christ in our heart toward each other. Amen. And 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 you'll see that all these things that are negative that we're fighting against will fall to the ground. Amen. They have to. They have to because they they can't stand up. They can't stand up to God. Is too powerful. <laughs> yeah. oh, they man. can't defeat. They can't defeat him. But we we haven't turned this thing over to God. We 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 using our common sense and our raw emotions to lead us. Yeah. And and we're not. We don't. What did the Bible say? We rest not against flesh and blood. Yep. Right. But against spiritual Power. principalities in high places. Yep. There's a the spiritual war is way up here. Yeah. yeah. 
And we fighting our man down here, yeah. and we're missing the, the wars up yeah. here. It said God's a spirit, you must, must serve in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And if you don't understand that we're spirits, we're not, the color of our skin is not, it's just, that's just the outer shell. Yeah. That stays here. That doesn't yeah. go, we, 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 it, it stays here. So we have to treat each other as though we're, we're, we're spiritual beings. Amen. Mm. And, and, and that's going to address this whole thing of racism because racism is, a, it, it, it's, it has to go. Yeah. It's, a, it's a horrible thing. It's, it's real. It's, it's, it's embedded in, in the fabric of America. Um, but there are, it's, a, it's a different season now. Yep, yep. It's a different season. The, the winds have changed, have, have, have reared its head, and we have to make sure we ride this wave correctly yeah. to the, get this stuff done, to get it amen. off the yeah. table and out of America. Uh, it's still going to be in America because you can't get rid of sin. That's just, yeah. but at least it's not going to be what leads us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, because right we, now it's. Yeah, we got to get some other things up there in the front. Yeah. You know, direct us right now. That, that can't be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is what I'd like to do. Um, it's been, this is, I think, one of the longest podcasts we've done yet so far. Um, and I have enjoyed every second of it. So thank you. <laughs> but I, I think it would be, f- um, I think we'd miss something if we didn't take a minute to pray with one another. Mm. Um, we've never done that, Lenny, you or I. And I think. Not in, through the podcast. Not through the podcast. Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want to take a few minutes because I think it's. The fact, like we talked about, is the presence of God moving with the Israelites to break down the walls of, to break down the walls of Jericho and representing racism was one of the things we talked about that could. But that's not the destination we want to move. We want to move past that to see the kingdom of heaven being brought forth here on earth. And God's kingdom will be so much diversity. It's going to be amazing. And um, God made us as individuals with different cultures to celebrate, to enjoy, to lift one another up, to help sanctify us. And if we don't allow this to sanctify us, to make us better... Um, because of the work that I believe God wants to do within our hearts through this, um, then we're going to miss it. And it has to start first with prayer. So I, I feel okay. I, I have a prayer of repentance I want to pray. Um, and then Raphael or Lenny, if you feel led to pray, go for it. If you don't, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. But there's something stirring in my own soul. And I'm hoping too that this doesn't end our conversation. I'm hoping no, we no, can pick no, it up no. because yes, again, yes. you said it right. Like it's okay to be prayerful right now mm-hmm. and allow God when the movement starts to happen, like what is it as a soldier? Can I, even if I'm in the back picking up poop i don't you know that proverbial like cleaning up <laughs> yeah. trash that i don't care as long as i'm moving with god that's all i want to do and so yeah. um father i come before you i confess to you um that i i don't understand i want to i see you your son jesus coming from heaven to step into the pain of humanity to sign seal and deliver and kill sin, to kill death, to kill racism, to kill injustice, to bring about the gospel of mercy and grace and love. And Lord, I come before you and ask humbly, Lord, I want to be led in wisdom by your spirit. I need to um, know and look, search my heart, O oh God, in ways and areas in my life that I have um, both been a um, proponent or a, somebody who has continued in the injustice and racism, Lord, if I have, Lord, show me, or ways that I've just done it out of ignorance. Lord, teach me your ways, 
Lord. Teach me your ways of love and grace and mercy and kindness. Lord, I want to be a bridge builder. I want to be a part of the reconciliation that you want to bring about into this world. But Lord, I know you want to start first in my heart. Because if, Lord, I'm not one of planting seeds of repentance, then the fruit of reconciliation can never grow. Lord, I trust you to work in and through me. And Lord, the example that Raphael, my brother, gave of some of those that are moving into the promised land, but keeping on old, like the aching, hiding things. Lord, I don't want to do that. I want to be exposed because I want to move forward to the kingdom of heaven. I don't want things to stop in my life, to stop the movement of the gospel to happen, to the good news to, um, to, to go about. I don't want to stop it up. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd show me in areas of my life that I uh, um, am, am, am doing that. And, I, Lord, I pray that I can walk in humility and, and see life, uh, my life change as I walk in repentance because of the work that you first did. And I can do that because of your spirit convicting my heart, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that, uh, God, you would raise up leaders. Mm. Father, thank you for... Um, for Raphael and the, the leader that he is in his community, the leader that he is that, that you've ordained and in, in, in placing him in uh, the church that he's ministering in. And God, the work that he's doing to bring um, very practical things like financial literacy, um, but God, to use that as a vehicle for equipping his community, equipping people in his community um, for a better future, for um, for financial stability, um, for those things, but, but also that those things honor you. Um, and so thank you that, that he is faithful to walk forward in that. And and Lord, we just, right now, the cry of my heart is like, I'm, I'm ready to move, but I don't know who to listen to Mm. as in terms of leadership and people that are going to, to lead the country forward, to lead communities forward, to lead, um, to lead us into what the next thing looks like. How, how do we move past these steps into the promised land that you're calling us to? And so father, I just, I pray that you, you would be stirring hearts and raising leaders, God, that are focused on you, that are focused on, on, um, God, bringing your kingdom on earth and the way that that has to look different than, than what we've built up until today. That, um, that Father, you would, you would just give clarity and wisdom, um, and, and Father, for, uh, for people to step up, for leaders to step up that can be a voice that can organize and drive things forward and rein in some of the chaos um, and, and be able to give direction to it so that, uh, so that Father, um, so that we can get moving toward the promised land and that this wouldn't be um, wasted energy, but it would, it would be directed um, and into, uh, to God, a country, a community that reflects the kingdom, mm. which is that we are image bearers 
and that we are all made in God's image and that our highest call is to love one another. Mm. And so, Father, I just pray that you would continue to stir leaders um, at the the community level, at the at the state level, at the country level, that that you would stir leaders and appoint leaders to to bring about your kingdom mm. and equality and and that we would that we would be able to walk um, together forward and so lord um, all of that god that it would be to your glory not to the glory of a of a man-made system but to the glory of god who um father you have the highest kingdom mm. and the highest honor and and uh and god may we build on the foundation of your truth of your word and um and seek first the kingdom of god that all these things would be added to us so uh lord i just want to honor you um in how i live out my life and how i seek to um to trust you as as um, we walk forward together as as one church, as one body. And Father in heaven. We thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for thank you, Father, for this conversation tonight. Thank you for bringing us together. Bless those who are going to hear this and see this, that they will be uh, moved and inspired and encouraged to take a step back and just reconnect with you. Mm-hmm. Lord, we know that being meek doesn't mean we're weak, mm-hmm. and being peaceful doesn't mean to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Lord, we pray that you give us strength today. Lord, so many of us are are, are tired, mm-hmm. angry from what we've seen recently, what we've experienced in our lifetime, what we have read about in history books, what we've been told about from our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents. But Lord, today, tonight, tonight, whenever this is aired or, or viewed or seen, Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you will touch us, that your voice will be heard through us, not our voices of anger, not our voices of, of hostility, but Lord, that you will have a voice in this, that we will have the strength to, to, um, to uh, inspire change. Lord, there has to be a change in the way things are being done. There has to be a change in how we treat each other. There has to be a change in how the governments are run. Uh, there has to be a change of how certain members of the different um, law enforcement agencies are engaging. There has to be a change in how we treat each other in our neighborhoods, in our churches, in our schools, in our families, that we can be a better world, community, city. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for blessing us to be um, just a voice tonight. Hopefully someone will hear this and 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 be better, um, be more relaxed, knowing that you are in control, but then allow us to be vessels in this process. Lord, someone has to stand up and speak. Someone has to stand up and be counted. 
And Lord, help us know when to speak, how to speak, what to say, when to move, that we will be perfectly aligned with your will for our lives, for this movement, that we will stand together no matter what color, race, or creed, neighborhood we grew up in, country we were born in. But Lord, we're here today united on one front in your name, that you will get the glory in all we say and do. And these walls of social injustice will come crumbling down. These walls of, of division will crumble down. These walls of, of police brutality, of, of crimes against each other will come crumbling down. And we will be able to move forward into the promised land of, of love and prosperity and victory Amen. that you've already prepared for us. How we thank you. We just love you for all you've done, all you're going to do. In the precious and matchless name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for your time and driving yes. all the way up yeah. here and, and being here with us. And I'm, I'm hoping that this isn't the last time that we're together. And, um, and for those of you who are listening in, um, may God's grace and peace be with you, and we will see you next week.